June 15th, Acts chapter 10, verses 1 through 23. In Caesarea there lived a Roman army officer named Cornelius, who was a captain of the Italian regiment. He was a devout man who feared the God of Israel, as did his entire household. He gave generously to charity and was a man who regularly prayed to God. One afternoon about three o'clock, he had a vision in which he saw an angel of God coming toward him. Cornelius, the angel said. Cornelius stared at him in terror. What is it, sir? he asked the angel. And the angel replied, Your prayers and gifts to the poor have not gone unnoticed by God. Now send some men down to Joppa to find a man named Simon Peter. He is staying with Simon, a leather worker who lives near the shore. Ask him to come and visit you. As soon as the angel was gone, Cornelius called two of his household servants and a devout soldier, one of his personal attendants. He told them what had happened and sent them off to Joppa. The next day, as Cornelius's messengers were nearing the city, Peter went up to the flat roof to pray. It was about noon, and he was hungry. But while lunch was being prepared, he fell into a trance. He saw the sky open, and something like a large sheet was let down by its four corners. In the sheet were all sorts of animals, reptiles, and birds. Then a voice said to him, Get up, Peter, kill and eat them. Never, Lord, Peter declared. I have never in all my life eaten anything forbidden by our Jewish laws. The voice spoke again. If God says something is acceptable, don't say it isn't. The same vision was repeated three times. Then the sheet was pulled up again to heaven. Peter was very perplexed. What could the vision mean? Just then, the men sent by Cornelius found the house and stood outside at the gate. They asked if this was the place where Simon Peter was staying. Meanwhile, as Peter was puzzling over the vision, the Holy Spirit said to him, Three men have come looking for you. Go down and go with them without hesitation. All is well, for I have sent them. So Peter went down and said, I'm the man you're looking for. Why have you come? They said, We were sent by Cornelius, a Roman officer. He is a devout man who fears the God of Israel and is well respected by all the Jews. A holy angel instructed him to send for you so you can go to his house and give him a message. So Peter invited the men to be his guests for the night. The next day he went with them, accompanied by some other believers from Joppa. God wants us to manifest Him in the face of it all so the world sees the integrity of who Christ is in His people. The gospel has always been about transformation and, and a renewed life and a renewed mind and a whole new way of thinking and a whole new way of living. We have preached it for a long time with a self-centered twist that's gotten us in trouble. A large percent of Christians believe that we're Christians for God to take care of us. If we're not careful, this gospel is all about what we can get from God and how God can do us and treat us and help us and bless us. And it causes a great snare in our lives. We're struggling like everybody else and we think our feelings are the way it is. The truth is the way it is. 
you're not alive for everything to go your way. You're alive to manifest Him. It's a life lived. The truth. His name's Jesus. He's our best friend. There's people that have a heart for the kingdom. Their heart's towards God. They see their need for a Savior and they recognize His love through the cross. And yet the way they think and the way they're motivated and the way they react to things in life is against Him. The gospel has always been about how he can make us more like him through the example of his son by the power of his spirit. You're the only hope of the world truly seeing him and knowing him. Your life is the only barometer that anybody will ever have. It's your life. You're, you're the roster of heaven. You're the best he's got. You're, you're, you're in the game. You're not on the bench. You're not a sub. You're not a backup squad. You're not a B team. You're the body of Christ. Listen, the body of Christ, the embodiment of Christ. You embody him. He lives in you. Just let your light shine. So don't get issues and attitudes and fall apart. Let your light shine. And all of a sudden, come hell or high water, Jesus is Lord, and people see it in your eyes. And you'll be facing the biggest injustice of your life, and you can't even complain. You're just overcoming things with love and mercy and forgiveness and loving kindness. Why? Because that's what he did to you. I want to follow Jesus. I don't see Jesus hurt. I see him saying, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they do. But if I stay in this place, light's going to shine. Somebody's going to get it. But if I pull back now, how will they know? You don't have to just be depressed, discouraged, forlorn, despairing. Because what he has been through has so marked your heart, so changed your life, so hooked you up to why you're alive that nothing can move you anymore. If I live, it's for the Lord. If I die, it's for the Lord. It's all about him. Christ in me, the hope of glory.